Hey, wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 362 of the JV Club with my marvelous guest, Ellington Wells. Ellington is a uh, fantastic comedian, writer, uh, human being. We had a wonderful chat. Uh, shout out to my producer, Julian, for introducing us. He was very right that we would make a love connection. So uh, enjoy the episode. And I know I've sort of cut back on general shout outs Um uh, in my intros, but I did get a beautiful letter from uh, a listener, Aman- Amanda. I feel like I want to say it in a better, more beautiful way, uh, because I know that you are Brazilian. Um, but thank you so much for that. And uh, Nissa, of course, I always enjoy our correspondence as well. So anyway, just wanted to throw those couple of gal shout outs out there and uh, enjoy the episode, everyone. <laughs> so pat that i'd be like mash equals this 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 got it good yeah and instead i'm like imagine <laughs> just so vague well i used to play it all the time you did play it oh my oh, god all constantly yeah yeah give me some give me some tidbits on like did you have your sort of pat answers that you would be like or did you or did you play it enough that you were constantly sh- like shaking it up and like switching it up and okay so what i do remember i have kind of a bad memory about my youth, but I'm tr- I've been trying to think of what happened <laughs> at all. Um, but I do remember MASH, and I do remember that the one thing that I like would do would put for um, vehicles, oh, like sure. cars. Yeah, yeah. Or no, maybe it was where we were living. No, it must have been like the kind of car you're yeah. going to drive. I wanted a V... I wanted a VW bus like one of the bigger sure, like, yeah that like i just wanted like to drive around i guess san francisco i don't know oh, what yeah, i was right. imagining OG hippie, but like, like yeah i wanted could, OG yeah hippie. tapestries hanging inside yeah, it like smells bed of patchouli in the back. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know why that's what i want you, you knew san francisco was the right way to go yeah, with the yeah. bus where, where are you from originally vermont oh okay so you yeah. that's where your mom still is yeah, we're yeah. talking about mm-hmm. offline about her uh, coterie of animals that she's accumulated <laughs> yeah her farm now <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'm from Vermont, but I am from Burlington, mm-hmm. Vermont, and so I feel like it's the city. I'm like, I'm a oh, city yeah. girl. Like, people how big, think... Yeah, how big is Burlington? <laughs> not big. Not, <laughs> not a big city, more like a big town, but I do feel like when people think about it, they're like, oh, so you're from the country, and I'm right. like, no, I wasn't really. I mean, I, I don't feel that way. Yeah. But I, Yeah. Well, so do so because we were kind of joking about your mom being like, I grew up in an area where there were a lot yeah. of farms and stuff. So that's that's kind of the distinction is that you were more still in an in a metropolis sort of environment. Yeah, where like it's living like in a you're condo. Not, yeah, you're like, exactly. Not, I grew up like in a complex. You're like, not listening to the rooster. <laughs> no, every there's morning. no animals around yeah. us. But like, it's kind of um, like close by mm-hmm. yeah. so it, it isn't like it would take a long time to get to where there are farms or right like, I definitely we would go um and like when there were like baby cows in the farm and we yeah. would go and like have the baby cows like lick our hands and uh-huh. stuff I mean I was like around <laughs> livestock occasionally as like right. a trip with a school a but special something it wasn't yeah. like yeah yeah what field trips would you go? it's funny because I've 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 like 
don't I'm very curious about the things that schools when you're at the field trip age which I guess goes through high school but I yeah. don't feel like I really went anywhere in high school they think I think they were like keep them on campus as I much know. as possible there were no field trips yeah. I feel like in high school yeah but, but when like, you're younger you get to go yeah. is it because you're like more containable I think maybe so I yeah. think they're like listen high schools are ditching in school anyway. <laughs> yeah like they're let's like not you just want to leave them. Yeah. yeah but like I'm from Tucson and so we would always do what I now realize are like very Tucson things mm. which aren't necessarily things you would do elsewhere but when you're a kid you don't know that you're just like I guess everyone has a huge gem and mineral show that like <laughs> oh school God, classes go to and like learn about wow. gems and minerals and like we live well not we live but the school my grade school was across the street from a tortilla factory so we would just go over to the tortilla factory and watch the tortillas being oh made and gosh. ask for a tortilla and everyone yeah. would get their own tortilla to then continue on their field trip like right. but where so you guys would go meet baby calves yes that might be redundant I, what you are describing is i so many of the like very vermonti field trips that we went on are coming like flooding back uh-huh. like going to like the maple sugar factor oh, like yeah. going to like the well farms where there's they're tapping trees um for syrup and the uh there's this one trip I remember we did where they took our whole class to this retreat, like a cabin. And we like went snowshoeing during the day and we like learned about like, I don't even know, just like survival in the snow. It wasn't even, it was like a, it was like a, it was to try and like bond us or like Mm. grow. It was like kind of like bonding activities. But I remember the best part is that at night, like it was so so dark there and because there's like nothing else around and they made us walk out into the snow and lie down apart from each other all in the snow and they would give us a card like a um like a just an index card like one of the neon ones and you would stare at it and it was just like black like you can't see anything and they were just like try to imagine what color is on like try to see the color oh my god and did it work um no but it was no 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 it was just like <laughs> no but it was cool you told that so well because you really told it like and then and they would I give saw. us this thing and then then huh? and they would t- and they would say guess what color it is so i was like she's for sure gonna tell yeah. me that she knew yeah. hers was orange yeah <laughs> like, no like if you really focus your mind's eye you can see its aura so like, basically no. you were part of a government experiment where they were trying to find psychic powers in children yeah okay great, and great, i great, did great, not got get got you weren't, by so that. you weren't no, you didn't, didn't get got i didn't get got you're not like trapped in the laboratory somewhere nope. now staring at index cards no nope. um i thought you were gonna say they made everyone lie down and you could look at the stars <laughs> sort of a natural assumption yeah <laughs> it was so dark everywhere i don't even remember there being stars maybe it was sometimes because if it was cloudy, snowy yeah, yeah then it would just be <laughs> yeah there's no stars or a moon well that was part of it was like it was so dark yeah you couldn't see anything yeah, but <laughs> well, you said that you stayed. Was there a group of cabins, or were you in a small enough? Cl- was it camp, or was it like it wasn't a group of ca- cabins? It was during school, and it was like one cabin. How big was your the class that went? Um, Did you go to public school or private school? I went to public school, but my middle school was very small. Okay, um, like our um, classes. I've, I always try to f- remember what it was because I moved in the in middle school oh, to Connecticut. Okay. okay. And then it was humongous. Yeah. And I was really in shock. Yeah. 
you were um, like, oh, and I, saw I thought I was new... from the big city. What? Yeah. And now I'm in a town that's bigger. <laughs> yeah. But I was in shock because when I moved, I saw someone new every day until I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Like I never knew everyone. Yeah. Which I thought was scary, really scary. Yeah. I Our class was probably like 10 to 13 kids. Oh, yeah. That well, went small. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't our graduating class. It wasn't everyone, but right. it was like whatever Whatever that class would have been. Yeah. Was it like an extracurricular or was it like, guess what? This is built into your curriculum because it's social studies. That wouldn't make sense. But some some kind of. We were split up in um, like teams that were like the three years long. And Mm. so I was in like a certain team. Okay. And so it was that year's team. So it was like all of the sixth graders that are in this certain team gotcha I have no memory what their names were uh-huh. or what they were or what the theme was of any of it it yeah, was the hunger no. games you guys made the clothes yeah. you were sewers <laughs> <laughs> they did make us build a lot well they you made were the us, builders we were the builders we yeah. built um adirondack chairs and oh, that's we made cool. um like we did a lot of tiling we like made these like squares of tiling that you can like put like hot pads basically oh sure yeah trivets yeah. That might be what they're called, like that one. Yes. That co- co- coincidentally and conveniently has uh, Picacho Peak, which is yeah. right outside of Tucson, so I can <laughs> draw it back to me. Yeah. Yeah, like our version of that would be, well, our version of Snowshoe Day would be um, when I was in fourth grade, I was I somehow was part of this group that was called like the Ethnobotany Group, and it was oh. all about learning about the plants um, in the area and like how to survive in the desert and wow. which I now feel like some of that was kind of grim but Do you- how to cook certain things like how to ground um like um like pit like pinion into like f- flour kind oh, of okay which I mean I wish I had used any of that but once in a while I'm like uh, I do know the name of that plant do you that feel shrub. like you could live in the desert no. because because even on a day where like i just go for a hike and it's a little too warm i start getting lightheaded i'm (laughs) just not made for it i actually can't do this i don't think i could i mean i might be able to like no (laughs) you're like no i wouldn't survive i have some sense of like maybe some things you can eat i'm pretty sure i know what you can't eat and i'm pretty sure i know never to pick up a rock because there will be a scorpion underneath it that's pretty much what i can offer up oh Lots of dangerous creatures in where, the desert. Yeah, for I sure. know. That's why I don't think I would not survive. Yeah. But only because I can't do scorpions or tarantulas. I yeah. can't do any of that scary stuff. Yeah. So tarantulas you probably see too. I kind of I I really have a spider phobia, but I like tarantulas and I think it's because they're Whoa. so big and hairy that I can like translate them into almost a rodent. Like I can assign wow. it more of a personality that I can get with. So like I enjoy like at the Desert Museum, which is the zoo of Tucson, essentially, although it does have its own zoo. But there's a very special zoo where it's only. Um, you're holding your hand out and I already know what you're yeah, going to say. Yeah, that where you can I'm hold a tarantula. And <laughs> I'm like, I can already, I can picture it in your hand and yeah. I'm freaking out. Yeah. But like, it's funny because again, any spiders crawling on me that's my worst like i've you know when i was a kid if there was a spider across the room which by the way there was in vermont oh in vermont when i was staying with my friend meredith Mm. i was awake all night because there was some black spider and you were like catty corner Mm -hmm. in the room that never moved from that corner but didn't want nothing to do with me but i felt like the second i fell asleep it'd crawl on my face 
but tarantulas i don't know like even their little like hairy their little hairy legs that are like exploring like doom 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 like you know just kind of they're just like it's kind of cute but it took I, it, you not know what, for me i think it I took me years to get there i don't know not for me well i just had this person that i follow on instagram her like 22 year old spider tarantula just died Whoa. and so she was like talk she was like posting Whoa. a lot about it like going into its death curl and how good it was as a pet and i was I, just, so <laughs> I, was like, what? I saw like the one post and i was like okay fine one post oh my God. and then she was like posting a lot about its whole life and then like posting when it died in like a burial oh box God. and i was like i can't deal with this over and over, and over oh, again. had she had it that whole time yeah so that's a i mean what a commitment yeah what i guess a, i like, didn't remember that they lived so long the family yeah, yeah i'm not interested in that <laughs> what things were you scared of like were there creatures were there were you like afraid of things when you were little that were in your region like i was afraid of wasps and oh. mosquitoes when i was in vermont as well because there was just seemed to be more since it was like summer moisture yeah getting eaten alive there are a by lot mosquitoes. of mosquitoes yeah that uh, that's I was not a fear that's of them. just like you're angry at them for yeah being you're mad awful. about it happening yeah um and just want to give a quick shout out to vermont like new hampshire mosquitoes are way worse because new hampshire is just like a bad place to be <laughs> <laughs> and so the mosquitoes would you say are just, that like, new hampshire race uh, uh more racist the mosquitoes are maybe even a little more racist than they are in probably some rural yeah, areas of, yeah yeah they just are like they're just not they're like bigger and like less educated there you go yeah <laughs> no i'm i specifically jumped to race because i've been having a series of conversations like you know how things sort of tend to happen in pockets sometimes yeah. and you're like i yeah. can't believe i, I was just talking about this and i've never heard that collective yeah. conscious yeah was like repeated conversations about massachusetts specifically but also the sort of northeast how people are, assume that it's like no no i don't think there are racists up there like that's the north yeah and you're like oh no 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 like so many people that i know that grew up there are like oh it's uh, like way worse than you know being in some place in georgia i've been talking about this a a lot with people because of bernie the like they like really romanticize vermont and how like it's like a like socialist liberal uh bastion yeah everybody just trades vegetables and wears birkenstocks yeah yeah and uh it is like that but it's also like in context of the population being 97% white. It's an easy place to be. So it's an easy place for there to not. Yeah. It's kind of like Denmark. It's probably about the same size as Denmark. Sorry, I'm reaching for my tea, which I don't know what I did with. Yeah. Um, It's like, it's, it's it's really easy to, when you have a controlled Mm -hmm. environment, so to speak, that is homogenous. Yeah. You get rid of that other. Yeah. It's, you know? it's easier for people to get on board with socialism if they feel community with the people that they're doing yeah. it. So, that's and a, so that's a nice way of putting it. Too. Um, it is just going to be a, a harder task, but it's not impossible. And, you know, we're I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to vote for Bernie, but I just like think that it is it is I'd like it to move forward. I just think that the experiment of Vermont is a very different uh, landscape I think that's really, of the whole country i love that you're mindful of that and that you're that you have the ability to and feel the responsibility to in a way kind of communicate that to people because i yeah. think that's really important to yeah. keep in mind yeah. it's true all the time when people 
that's always what's so kind of adorable and frustrating when people do say, you know, well, it seems like Sweden's really got it figured out, you yeah. know, and you're like, you're like well, let's, let me show you a globe real yeah. quick. And yeah. Like, let me show you some photographs. Yeah. You know, which well, I, that's a bad example because they're extremely, there are a lot of like very, this, this is the same with, you know, Brexit and all that kind of stuff. There's like a very anti-immigration. Well, you know, it's all happening now. And yeah. And they're starting to, you were starting to see what happens when they're faced with with that yeah. reality of yeah of diversity and integration and of the way in which their policies and their wealth has negatively impacted like the global south is that the word we're supposed to? i don't even know don't i'm getting know. so i'm way out of my league all of a sudden i got <laughs> Oh my God, I got so far away from what I know what I'm saying. And and it's not that I wanted you to join me in a place I deserve to be that you're not prepared for. I basically held up a slingshot, put you in it and was like, have fun over there. I'll be over here. Oh my God. That's so funny. Oh God. Uh, But thanks for reminding everyone to vote. Please everyone vote. I voted by mail and I got my packet so early that I keep forgetting that I that it's not over. It. Oh yeah, I already did. I did oh. it this the day I got it. I was like, You're I'm like, on this. I just want to get it yeah. out there. And but that was yeah, literally we all vote well over a week ago, <laughs> maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. So I keep going like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Vote, vote. Yeah. Yes, everyone still everyone needs to vote. vote. Voting um, by mail is a treat. Let me just tell you, I highly recommend it. I really love going to my polling where I. Well, vote. that's fair too. I really like. Going that's a where different I vote. kind of satisfying. For yeah, sure. I really like seeing all the different people that go and the neighborhood, and it's just cool. I like. I like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I started voting by mail because um, I was working out of town a lot, and oh, I yeah. the fear of, of not being like, here oh my god, if I can't, to, yeah, yeah, that made me like feel really uncomfortable. And I think more people should do it because it's crazy that. It's crazy that there's one day that it happens and like people work every day. It's not like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just wild that like, we're just like, okay, everybody do this thing today. Yeah. Wait. And then on St. Patrick's Day, we all wear green. Like it has the same (laughs) level. Just that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, I like going in, but where did this come from oh tarantulas of course everyone's like yeah the natural segue yeah i'm really scared of spiders and there are a lot of spiders in vermont and like but i try to because i was so scared of them like the i like will walk into a room and look at every corner of the ceiling and like clock every motion on a wall but i have made that what you were saying about the like spider in the corner, I make a pact with them. Yeah. I'm so like, do I. You stay up there. Yes. I'll stay down here. Yeah. And we're going to be good. And yeah. you're going to be there when I wake up. And then sometimes they're not. And that's not yeah. great. But <laughs> that doesn't feel good. But you're just like, yeah. well, it's the daytime now. So yeah, it's whatever nightmare happened last <laughs> night. It's over. You could be in my ear. It's fine. That's yeah. just whatever. Yeah. Um, good for you. Yeah. Agreed. And I want to read a children's book called Spider in the Corner, which is a whole little children's book about making peace with a spider in the corner. Don't you yeah. think that's probably all, already a thing? But if it's not making pact, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. with things that you're scared you of and the spider. Yeah. And in my case, it would be like shaking the little I almost said it. I almost said paw little tarantula's paw. 
I'm not. I haven't won you over. I don't I like it at all. I have not brought you over to the and tarantula And you keep side. acting out the tarantula in the same <laughs> spot. So it's like there is one there. <laughs> you're like, you're, my space work your is. Your space work is what? really traumatizing for me. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. You never know who you'll run into in Fairhaven, the city under the bubble. Allison Becker. Eliza Skinner. Keith Powell. Mucus-drenched imp monsters. Rob Corddry. Christelle Alonzo. Judy Greer. Grotesquely possessive carnivorous plants. Justin McElroy. Travis McElroy. Griffin McElroy. Terrifying, malevolent, sentient beards. John Hodgman. Paul F. Tompkins. Lisa Loeb. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. Let me go back to you transferring schools in middle school. Not a super fun time to switch Mm -hmm. and move away Mm -hmm. and then be overwhelmed by all of these new people. Although sometimes middle school is so shitty. People are kind of like, get me out of here. Mm -hmm. Was your experience was definitely like you got dropped into a totally (laughs) new environment. I got dropped into a totally new environment. Um, It was a very wild time and definitely very much so impacted the rest of my life. Um, I moved when I was in the middle of my seventh grade year and anyone who knows that time, the knows middle that of the year, the, you know, oh, it's not even grade like is the worst between year. seventh and eighth. It's <laughs> middle of seventh. Yeah. Oh, I was I supposed it. to move after sixth and didn't. And then was it your pa- came back? Was it one of your parents, both of your parents? Like who was somebody was just moved, just switched jobs or something? We weren't, um, living in Burlington anymore okay so um they my mom thought that we would switch schools because we weren't I wasn't living in Burlington and then I don't really really remember so I like was like bye guys I'm never coming back at the end of sixth grade and then did come back (laughs) and then and I don't remember like what the deal was with that but then in the middle of the year my mom was like they found out oh that uh I hadn't oh Boy. Been, yeah it must have been taxes or something they were I like they're so. like you're gonna have to start paying taxes <laughs> because i know that it was that they were like you're gonna have to pay taxes like to burlington like you're not paying taxes in burlington yeah. so like you can't be in yeah. the public schools um and so my mom was like you can either go to south burlington which is just the town over <laughs> which is literally like a mile <laughs> There's like a difference of a mile. Uh-huh. She was like, you can either go to South Burlington or you could go live with your dad in Connecticut. Oh. And we all made the decision that it would be best for me to go to Connecticut, which I don't know. Yeah. But I do know why they were trying to like open up my world. Yeah. And that is what happened. Um, and my mom is black and my dad is white. And my I think my mom just wanted me to be in a place where there were like black people. Hmm. And, Fair. And so I moved to Connecticut and there outside of New Haven. Yeah. And there are lots of black people there. Yeah. So now, so then you could finally know what that was like. Yeah, I guess it was, it was just exactly the same level of not feeling like I fit in, but just, <laughs> just a double of, of it. <laughs> great, 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 great. Like I did not fit in. Yeah. 
you know, um, and felt really very much so like um, the odd one out in Vermont. But then when I moved to Connecticut, I was like, well, black people also are not really vibing with what I'm putting down. I'm like, yeah. really not fitting in anywhere. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, I just want to quickly say so that I can tisk tisk at the Vermont school system. It's not like it's one thing. I understand if like a rush of people were lying about their addresses to get their kids into a, a certain yeah. good public school. I get like wanting to prevent that from happening because that just throws everything off. But like for a student who's already been going there, who was yeah. in the district and yeah. is it's the middle of their year. The fact that they would put their foot down kind of disgusts me. I just feel like they yeah. should have been like, at least she gets to finish out the, the year. year. Yeah. Like what, like in what world is it good for a student's academia? Yeah. You know, to pluck them up and go like, good luck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to write a letter. We'd have to get my mom on the phone if we wanted to figure out the true details of what was going on. Yeah. But, uh, Basically, it was like, you got to go yeah. somewhere and you can't be here. Yeah. Or you can, but for money that uh-huh. you don't have. <laughs> um, so tell me more about uh, the, the sort of community and culture that you moved into um, at New Haven that, that felt so kind of also square peg in a round hole. Well, this place where I moved was a really um, interesting uh, town. At, Are you an only child, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, <laughs> I know it's, listen, I know that there's a million ways in which that can be true and also untrue. So yeah. I'm not laughing, but like, it's yeah. just a great, you're like, yes. I grew up. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, 19 and in my freshman year of college, mm. my dad had another son and then there's two now. So okay. they're like 12 and an eight now. Gotcha. So I was, I was at a different, you know. Yeah. I was, I had already moved out of the house. Exactly. That's different. Um, but my brother Jackson, he's like four and a half years older than Dexter, who's the younger one. And when Dexter was about to be born, Jackson got really stressed out and was asking, and like my stepmom was like, well, are you okay? Like, what's up? What's going on? And he was like, I'm just not ready to move out of the house. Because he thought that when another oh, baby comes. Oh, it triggered comes, the cause and effect of Because like, I was never in the house. Oh, he thought that when Dexter on, came, she adorable. was going to have to. I know. How cute adorable. is that? Adorable. Yeah. And I How long like, had he been carrying around that assumption like, before wait. it came out? He's like, he's like Nine packing months. his things. <laughs> she's, she's he's getting his affairs in order. Stuff off. Yeah. Like, he's on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> he's apartment hunting. Uh, That's amazing. He's like, I'm going to have to tie my my own shoes, mom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, he is going to love telling that story when he's like has kids of his own or just to anyone like as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's great. He's yeah. That was a really good one. But yeah. So he thought because I was never there. So he thought, well, yeah. Cause and effect. Um, But so I moved to Connecticut and it was an interesting town because it's outside of New Haven, which is obviously the like bigger city in that area and then it goes in like it's a very like thin town um like a strip how do i yeah like a strip yeah that goes to like connects on the other side to this place called cheshire which is um 
like one of the richer parts. I of knew you were going to say that just by the name. Isn't that funny? Yeah. No, I was that's like, oh, was it yeah. Cheshire? Yeah. 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 That's really and funny. And so there's like a, a, like a really high property value. And <clears throat> the town is so of like see very serious uh, gradient on a social or on a like socioeconomic sure, level. Yeah. And then also racially. Oh, yeah. Well. And so it was like a very complex w- public school because there was a lot of there was also a lot of students like mm-hmm. I moved from a school that was three grades and probably maybe 600 students to a school that was two grades and 1200 students. Oh, wow. And it was just seventh and eighth grade. And it was nine elementary schools that fed into Whoa. one middle school. Yeah. That's ooh, And so it was a lot. Yeah. And so it was like a very everyone was kind of really going through it, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And I got there halfway through the year, but it was like wild. Yeah. Um, Do you think that that ended up in some way almost serving you in the sense that like it was already sort of a maelstrom of like unresolved stuff rather than like you coming in to like, I mean, maybe hard in a different way rather than you coming into like, oh, hi, we've all known each other since we were five years Absolutely. old. Yeah, like, no. And I, I didn't. Yeah, no, it was not. And all the students had been broken up, like, yeah. kind of. So they yeah. didn't really all, they had oh, really you had the all, builders, you had the, yeah, they the had, candlestick makers. Yeah. I was like, what, what sort of trade are you guys <laughs> learning? They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> How will and we earn when, our keep? Yeah. When, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So oh. that was not happening uh, anymore. But yeah, it was a great, it was. It definitely helped because no one had really started to form those full like long bonds like could slip right in there. And did you and did you take some to all of those into high school or did was that another kind of reset? Right. So then it was I still had my friends from middle school when I got to high school. But um, when I went to high school, I decided that I wanted to go to a magnet school and I, I like, um, or like a private school. I was like, I'm fucking gonna level up here. Right, right, like, right. I'm just, was really taking it to the next level. So I applied to a couple private schools in the area. And then I applied to this arts magnet school that was like an all day school. And then I applied to one that was, um, a half day program and you auditioned for that one. So okay. then I like went in and did like a monologue. So you wanted to level up, not necessarily specifically for like the liberal arts of it all, but more for the art, but actual arts, like creative arts. I, or was it both? I don't even know. I, I honestly don't know what my draw towards even private school was. I think it was being uh, kind of, I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you now what my draw for, for that was. Um but I think, I don't know, some sort of like, I have like this romanticism about like boarding school or just being, I don't know, uh, like uniforms or something. Uh-huh. I probably like didn't want to dress myself. Uh-huh. I was like, whatever <laughs> I can do to not have to pick out my clothes yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, And so I tried to do that. But then I got into this like half day arts program magnet school. So I would go in them like seven to noon 
at my regular school and then I would get bused to this oh, other okay, school. Okay. I've had a couple people I think from who, yeah. one to four I would yeah. do like I was in the theater department so that was like intensive theater but then you get electives so like and you could do from any of the like music or writing or visual arts or dance. What else were you what else did you do as your electives? I took a lot of film classes mm. actually and I was like pretty into directing um even and, and and acting and I would do a lot of movement classes and dance classes. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Not I should have done more writing, but I didn't. I wasn't there yet. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get yeah. just the fact that you were into directing, I think, is kind of a big deal. That's mm-hmm. not something that necessarily, you know, gets introduced. Like that was not in for me in public school. It was not right. Those things were not introduced. Yeah, to me. no, it was I like was acting thinking, like, yeah. and acting. I was, yeah, I was doing mask work and taking like uh, experimental theater courses and solo text. And I was really into performance art. And even when I graduated from college, I was like, maybe I should go to graduate school for performance art. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, well, it probably would have been the me- same outcome. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably still be right here. Like, no, there'd be absolutely no I'm, difference. Should, maybe t- should I take my performance art of the tarantula hand yes. out to museums? I like it. I don't it. know how it works. Yeah. yeah. It could just be your hand, like, through a box, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a way of getting people comfortable with a concept. <laughs> I'm helping people. It's public service. Um, can't, okay, two things. Number one was the monologue that you picked to audition. Mm -hmm. Would you say that that went on to reflect your journey? Like was, were you interested in something? Did you sort of identify that early, do that monologue kind of, you know what I mean? Or was it like, I needed a monologue to get in. I just picked blah, blah, blah. And then while I was there, I realized I was interested in movement and performance art and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've, uh, what what was kind of interesting about it is I picked a monologue um from Absolutely Fabulous, which is my favorite TV show. Okay, great. <laughs> and uh, listening to like knowing what the monologue is now, I'm like, that's crazy that I picked <laughs> did you that. use an accent? Yeah. Okay, great. And there's like a lot of it was like all the no nos of like <laughs> auditioning. It was like don't do an accent, like. Yeah. Don't try to stay within something that you might yeah. actually get cast as yeah. or whatever. Or maybe like age appropriate. Yeah, like yeah. why are you swearing? Yeah. You're like Why are you British 14? swearing? That yeah. sounded like a swear, but I don't even know what that yeah. word is. Yeah. Oh, that's And it was so like funny. a comedy, like it just was like it was just like not. But it, it must but have it worked. worked but I must have been You're really the exception good. that makes the rule. The exception that makes the rule. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, uh, but I got in and it was like very, it really, I, I loved high school because of it. Yeah. Like I never wanted to be at my other school. Well, ever. that's what I was going to ask too, yeah. is that, that sense of your life being divided in half in that way. Mm-hmm. Like it seems almost impossible that one wouldn't kind of take a back seat one or the other that, you know, you're sort yeah. of. But maybe that's not true. Maybe somebody else could have been like, oh, I had my family of people in my, you know, English class. But then I went to theater and that was a whole other me. But I, I think I would be yeah. more like, well, wait a minute. I want this all day. Like, why am I, you know, I don't know. Well, I think what's kind of interesting is that um, I definitely it started to do a divide in my personality for sure, where it was like I was seen one way. So like when I moved to Connecticut, I like started going by Ellie 
okay. for a little while. All right. It was the only time in my life that I ever went by Ellie. It was mm-hmm. like a year and a half in middle school in Connecticut. But anyone who met me at that time still calls me Ellie. So yeah. I can figure out who that like some someone came up to me one time on the street in Vermont and they like went to UVM or something so that they had I had known them from middle school but they called me Ellie and I was like could immediately place oh, yeah. them because I was like there's <laughs> literally such a yourself. small group of people yeah, yeah that's really funny who would call me that but um I went by Ellie for like a year and a half and I was like really quiet I had been really like starting to um slide into bully behaviors in Vermont but then I really got the wind knocked out of me when I moved and wait you started to slide into you being a bully Mm -hmm. oh really yeah interesting yeah how so I was kind of like uh felt like I was the police so I think, like, like like it so wasn't like, bullying like 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 politically correct police or like were you bullying yeah, like, the bullies? I was like, bullying like my friend who was I would bully anyone who was like being sexual and I would bully anyone who was doing drugs. Okay. Or smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like really bully them. Like how? Like I was like a prude bully, which yeah, is like prude bully. What year is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Where did so that come embarrassing. From? Oh, my Virgo were you moon, so worried about them? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have examples where you're like, I see where this is going and I got to do something about it? I have like, no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I was really, had been indoctrinated into being against tobacco. I was like a very early truther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> tobacco truth yeah. Uh, campaign. Um, I guess I don't, it it's was like, like before listen, it was even be around. Work. It but can be was, lonely work and it turned you into a prude bully. Yeah. And I was just like, again, I was against smoking. Um, and so then, and I just, I don't know. I wanted everyone to be doing the same things. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of anxiety about, I was a very late bloomer sexually. So mm. like I had a lot of anxiety about intimacy mm. and like sexuality. And so other so people's think, exhibiting of it is like, why yeah. I don't want to look in that mirror or like, I don't want to look in the that opposite mirror i don't know yeah, yeah yeah i was just like we're not doing this yet right right and i i was right. like we're all not doing it together right. <laughs> <laughs> that's your smacking hand yeah. stop touching yeah interesting yeah but when and so by the time you were in high school were you dating were you no still yeah okay yeah no but i was but definitely going to like doing like movement classes and taking theater classes and being around it's very intimate being experience really physical taking those classes, with men and yeah. being intimate with them and like and also like yeah the, all the emotions that come up you're like doing a lot of work and that really like emotional digging and like trying to get and like doing a lot of character work and stuff being like seeing really vulnerable sides of like men and being feeling close to them and safe with them was like really transformative for me yeah 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 but did you have crushes like had you I guess what I'm asking is had you bloomed to the point of being interested without like taking action or feeling comfortable taking action yeah when I was in high school for sure yeah I was watching sex in the city and just humping pillows all day I was doing stuff at home for myself. I was definitely sexual. Um, like that episode where Charlotte gets a vibrator and they have to like forcibly remove her from her apartment. Yes. Yes. It was that. It was oh, that. Yeah. It's great. I was like, this is, I was like, yeah, 
that was definitely what was going on for me at home. And then with I definitely had crushes and would like I had like a boyfriend uh, for like a second, <laughs> for like a second before what? anything. We like kissed and yeah. I was like, God, I'm going to die. And he wrote a poem about it. Oh yeah, no. he was sweet. He was really sweet. But then he dated my best friend. Oh no! no and we no. all went to France together. Oh, the three of us. How recently after you had been with him for a second, then with her, then her, I then then all of you. I have a feeling that we, that him and I, went out so briefly in sophomore year, and then she went out with him our junior year, his senior year. Okay. And yeah. how were you with that? I mean, you all went to France together, I guess. You know, I was didn't have feelings for him and I wasn't interested in him, but I, um, it was very weird. Like they were having sex and it was just like very weird for me. And he was like very much in love with her and was like telling her that he like, telling her things that kind of erased me, my role in his yeah, life, yeah, which yeah. was like a really hard thing yeah. to like be that close to sure yeah god that makes that's a very that's i love everything that you just said because it <laughs> oh no it just really resonates for me i think yeah. that's a lot of what jealousy or discomfort that happens after a relationship is over isn't necessarily because you want that person back right. or that you have the feelings that you would think you would have to have to necessitate or to like stir up any kind of right. negative feelings. Yeah. But I think you just touched on something that I've never really thought about before, which is this sort of idea of like, how does this impact my significance? Because we're all right. these fragile egos. Yeah. And there is a sense of like, oh, I've, whatever I was, he's moved beyond. Yeah. Like the way we interpret time is like, he's now advanced past me yeah. rather than just like, this was this period that we, that he felt something about me. And then there's this other period where he didn't, but that doesn't, cancel anything out or and I think he, we were all too young to understand like for him to express like yeah I had feelings for you and now I have feelings for this right. other person it was like he was very actively being like you're the only one I've ever yeah I'm fine I finally yeah. feel these he was things very actively being like yeah acting like what we had was like non-existent at all and I was like what did that poem mean then? did you Oh yeah! If oh, I could just quote, prove it. If I could just quote for a moment. Yeah. Do you think that there was any part of? Do you think that any of that was was sort of like instigated by your friend feeling jealous that you too had had something before she did, which then can create a different kind of jealousy, right? Which is like, oh, you you had a thing before I even knew what that felt like with you. Maybe she was like, you probably didn't. I really you don't didn't love Ellington, right? think that she had those feelings. There's another le another layer to this. Like, I think that my sexuality took a very long time to develop be is because in like and and become a place come to a place where I like could actually act on it and be like active with it is because I was like also liked girls okay I thought I mean that also makes sense yeah to me. yeah and so I was very close to my friend Chloe who I was like I was like we're in a platonic relationship but like we love each other right. and I didn't feel replaced at all by him right and I was kind of like I mean he can come to France right I mean, right right you can have sex with him like right. I, we're best friends yeah but it was like 
uh, I yeah, I never felt like she put him before me, which was like I guess I looking back on it pretty pretty lucky. great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that could have been really traumatic. That would yeah. have been the actually traumatic thing, I think. For yeah. Me. Did you are are you saying that you had feelings for her that maybe were a little more complicated than just like we're we're just friends? Yeah, I don't know. I've never felt like there was. Um, like maybe sexual energy between us. Uh, but I definitely had like a level of love and intimacy with her that was like, I think more than just what friends yeah. are. I'm interested to see what will, what what will, uh, presuming that, you know, every everything gets better as it mostly mm-hmm. does, she says, feeling like kind of not trusting that right yeah. now because of the state of affairs of the yeah, world. Yeah. But that's fine. That's they go everyone, back. Everyone back feels that forth. way. Everyone, yeah. like, every generation before us was like, oh, we're, we've hit the shit now. Yeah. Now it gets bad. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm very interested to see where sexuality will be in like 30 more years. Like if, Oof, yeah. you know, we, in 30, yeah. You like know what I mean? 10, like just be, because, yeah. oh, for sure. And, but you know, just to have like that much of a distance, even from like the mid, you know, like 2010 era, um, when many young people are sort of feeling their feelings and like, because I think I like the more open our culture is, the more it really does seem and maybe it isn't specific to girls and that's part of that because it's like impossible to, d- to untangle like homophobia, the idea of like straight men being freaked out by the idea of maybe being bi or maybe being on the Kinsey right. scale or whatever. Right. Um, but just like those, those feelings, especially as a young person, especially when your hormones are going crazy and you know, you don't know necessarily what a relationship is or how to have one. And then you feel these and again, I'm just speaking for for girls and maybe who up to a point identify as straight girls. So I'm getting really um, micro here. But the amount of love right. that you feel mm-hmm. and the amount of possessiveness mm-hmm. and the sort Protective, of like, yeah. you understand me, it's you and me, girl. And like the closeness, like lots of physical closeness, like holding hands, sleeping yeah. in the same bed together. Um, it's... It's. I'm going to be interested to see if that, like, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I just think there is that kind of thing where it's like, it's not that it's, it doesn't necessarily mean it's sexy the same way your heart is pounding right. with someone you don't know at all and there's danger yeah, and what's yeah. going to happen and do they like me? You already know that she loves you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's like, it can't be exactly that. Um, I don't know. I think it's really interesting. Those levels of physical intimacy and love that don't necessarily translate to lust, but still feel romantic. Yeah, I think that's such a wonderful gray area that I'm really I'm just so interested in. Yeah. And I think I hope that it happens more for boys, but I do think that it does happen for a lot of boys. I think that they also have these like really private relationships with other men and it's maybe not necessarily getting to a level of physicality but there's like deep love and deep trust and like sleeping in the same bed and yeah. like being around them all the time and like really loving and knowing what that feeling is and like trusting that feeling. Oh, it can be like great. really like, yeah. And I hope it happens I want, more. I like I want, want more yeah. of that. And I think that it is happening. I think there's like a trend. And if you can, and the more you have that as a young person, like I just can't, it feels inevitable that that builds your empathy, that that, you know, that is much as that can be possible as early on as possible feels like yeah. it doesn't, it just, you know, but I also had, yeah, it definitely was good for me because I was so 
scared of boys and men. I think I'm like, was my, you know, I had a lot of like fears about being raped or assaulted or like a lot of like my first nightmares that I can remember were like home invasion. Hmm. And like, so that I had this like fear constantly of like being unsafe around men that was kind of just like placed upon me. I don't. Oh, it was like, like by your family or by your. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's trying sort of to a lot of a, like, now you to, be careful in mm-hmm. these six ways. Yeah. And if you're not, you might get raped, but that's not what I'm saying is going to happen, but do be really careful. Yeah. And then all you hear is you're going to get raped. Scared. Yeah. yeah. And it is scary, you know? Yeah. Um, and like you can, mm. and, and the, and the onus really is on women to protect themselves. So that that's what that was. But I, you know, had so, I had probably, close I mean I had like a lot of girlfriends but it was almost close to half male friends too that I really felt like they would protect me in any instance and that was like in that in high school and I think that was the best part of high school for me was like expanding my like friend group yeah yeah God, that's so tough. That's, oh my God. Oh my God. We've been talking an hour. That's insane. <laughs> I just looked over that and I was like, that's not right. Uh, the numbers don't lie. Um, uh, this, it's like, this is another big picture topic. So we'll, I'll skim it so we can get into our mash game. But, um, that, that, that in between of like, first there was a thing that no one talked about. And so the danger was in lack of information and then, and then, then a feeling of shame and a feeling of embarrassment and Mm -hmm. a feeling of like, I can't talk about what happened to like all of those things, like the silence danger. And then the, the sort of not knowing yet how to safely communicate to a child once you, it's like, now we talk about it guys. Now we talk about it and we're going to be safe about it. But also, like, have we evolved to a point where we know how to do that perfectly? Yeah. As if there is such a thing to where you're not like, oh, I got a lot of information about things that I am now afraid of that this little girl was not afraid of. Mm -hmm. And she may have had coincidentally the exact same path where nothing happened to her and she was like fine and nothing happened to you and you were fine. But you had all these fears implanted, but you were also more protected with the by having that information do you know what I mean it's like where's the happy medium where you have the information you know what to do but it doesn't necessarily plant a seed especially for a very sensitive trial with with an active imagination right about like thank you for giving me these symptoms or scenarios now that I can't stop thinking about or right you know yeah I'm glad I'm not a child psychologist (laughs) (laughs) it would be so hard I mean they're just going through so much I don't yeah really even like talking to kids because they're just really intense (laughs) i'm just like oh i already got through it like i don't i can't go backwards for you like i'm just like talk to me when you're grown up my brother turned 12 and i called him on his birthday and we were talking and he was like he was like ellington people in my class are starting to date and i was like (laughs) <laughs> oh 12. buddy i was like they never stopped doing that yeah. from this point forward yeah, yeah and yeah. it's and he was like it's gross and i was like it is gross it's really gross good for you yeah and i was like don't do it until don't just don't do it don't, just involve don't do yourself. it until it feels not gross <laughs> yeah just don't involve yourself with with women he's when i i took care of him uh before i moved out here so he was like a lot younger so this was like five years ago but he had this like this girl who was 
had like in school with he like got off the bus and she like got off the bus with him and she was like I'm gonna have a play date with Jackson and my parents were out of I was like taking care of my brothers yeah. and they were they went to New Orleans for my dad's birthday um and so she came and I was like okay and like she came over and she was just like trying really hard to like be alone with my brother and wow. like at one point they were playing and like I didn't know where they were and her mother had come over and I was like making dinner so her mother was talking 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 so much and I was like wait where are the kids and I like went upstairs I went and I was like looking for them and they weren't in the basement they weren't playing around and I was like went and to the staircase and I was like Jackson and he was like standing in the doorway of his room and he was like hey like obviously like in full panic anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, like, I probably better. I said, my sister's like, coming. Great. That she was be a reason laying to... on his bed on her side. Like, what? just like, hey, like, what's what's going on? We're just hanging out in the bedroom. Oh, and I was my, like, my, my, absolutely my. not. Yeah. But he was like, obviously, like, so out of control of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny to oh watch him be God. like. Oh, my God. Like I can't. he's like help, yeah. like a silent yeah. help, yeah. just yes. like please, he's vibing out of here. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm glad you broke that up. If he was yeah. in distress, yeah. And I That's told intense. my dad and stepmom, and they were like, "Yeah, she's intense. the worst." <laughs> oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Manner, Schmanners. Get it? Let's get into this mash. Okay. Um, I'm just marinating a little bit some of the stuff that we talked about to see how I can enter this. Okay. You, okay. Uh, Okay. You can do, let's, in in our alternate universe. Okay. Give me three types of performance art that you would do. Yes. Okay. Like living museum exhibit. Great. Um, Like Shyla. Yep. Buff puppet show great like bread and puppet great <laughs> protester great god you really had some good answers for that i was like should i be asking this it, i was gonna say like it can be as vague as you want like no i know exactly something outside something inside something with water uh so well played I you almost played went you. to graduate school for performance art it's so true. I, it's true. I really I had ideas you're, you're about what i was gonna it. be you're, doing you're, with you're, it you were in it you were in it okay uh, great uh okay three m- films that in this alternate universe you actually direct it. So you get to take the credit. So if it's something you're admi- you admire, you're like, so oh, they're yeah. real films that are mm-hmm. made. You're like, oh, you didn't but know they that were I... mi- they're Yeah, mine. like I directed Amelie. Did you not know that? Mm. Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. Is Amelie yours? No. Oh, okay. I've never done this category before. I was like, that where I can did Amelie come from? What? Yeah. Yeah. It was the coolest movie you I could think, think of, of that had a unique yeah. style all its own that I personally would be like, oh, yeah, I would be proud of that. Okay. You okay. would have it, by the way. Okay. 
Uh, I think I can do this. Okay. Um, 10 things I hate about you. Great. Absolutely. Would have loved to direct. Can I do one that I would do differently? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, absolutely fabulous, the movie, but I would have done it completely differently. It was so bad, I was embarrassed. Great. Ab Fab Redux. Yeah. Copy. The Golden Compass. Great. I also, again, did not like the movie, read the books, big fan. Yeah. Have dreamt of being the director of that movie since I read the book. Yeah. Yeah. I know, when I had I was a feeling. A I was like, I think she, oh, that's wait, a problem. I have another does. one. Oh, yeah. Jane Eyre. What should I do? At a wait no no don't do it no no unprecedented I was just thinking like I want to direct a I want to direct Jane Eyre okay Okay. but I was just thinking that's it doesn't really I don't even think they made one I don't even know I'm sure there's there's one one. float yeah there's at least one floating around you know what there is one floating around because I've seen one just do their stuff over and over and over again yeah Yeah. it'll be like Jane Eyre the miniseries Jane Eyre the movie Jane Eyre the movie two years later yeah. They reboot Jane Austen like we reboot Spider-Man, basically. Yeah. We just keep doing it. Uh, okay. Next category, uh, let's do three TV shows that you can jump into and just hang with the characters. Oh, wow. I guess Veep. Great. I like that they make fun of each other all the time mm-hmm. and any show where people are just like roasting each other constantly. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be in there. Um, uh, the, the reason I thought of this was that you were, said you were watching Sex in the City and then I started thinking about that. But maybe you don't want to hang out with those Oh, girls. yeah, no, definitely Sex in the right. City. I thought That's I would just so dangle fun. that out there Thank because you. It, it was like in tribute would lo- to Would have loved. But yeah, yeah. And like I could have been like, oh, girls. But no, I yeah. actively would not want to be near those women. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said it. In Sex and the City, they're like fun ca- characters, and in girls, and they're like, warm. They're like there's yes, whatever's going on there. Yeah, it's, there's a trying to take personal care of each warmth. Other. That's the vulnerability is a warm vulnerability yeah. rather than a cold vulnerability. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense, but that's yeah, no, it makes sense. Kind of the vibe that I get. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Um, okay, next category. It's Mash. We're gonna do our uh, alternate universe romances. So from any era, mm-hmm. any person, anything, any creature cartoon actor who's a certain age like oh he's dead now but wow what a piece <laughs> i've never said that before um uh-huh so it's wide open the like general's son from mulan okay the hottie in mulan hottie in mulan general son great yeah humphrey bogard from the big sleep great I've watched that movie i don't know how many times fleabag Wait, gotta, throw a la- gotta throw a lady in there. Oh, oh, oh actual Fleabag. Gotcha. Actual. Great. Oh, what a, yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Would date. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, next category, three places in the world where you would like to have a vacation home. And it doesn't matter if you've been there or not. You can just, whatever it is about that place that's appealing, we'll assume is true. Three places that I would want to have a vacation home. Somewhere in New Mexico. Great. Even with the scorpions and the tarantulas yeah i'm proud of you yeah it's been calling to me for it's so great for many many years it's a great place i've really got to go i've never been yeah i want to check it out that's great also would like i think like big sur cambria cambria great i went recently and it's just the best i got it i've been i've been feeling called up there i've mm-hmm. barely i mean i just have not spent that much time in that area and I feel like what's what am I doing? I it's so there. cute. Yeah, it's just a cute area. Yeah. Um, 
And then where's the last, like Miami. Great. That came out of left field. I'm a party girl at the end of the day. All right. You're going to get as much as you need in Miami. I'm half, half city, half country. I'm like, I like to be in the city, but I do want to like have some, some respite, but you know, being on the beach in Miami, like, yeah. I can only imagine. Well, I've never been to any of these places. We'll see. <laughs> I just, no, I've been to Camry. Great. I've been to Camry. Great, great, great. Uh, okay, next category. Let's do um, shout out to friend and listener Shannon who came up with this um, with this category. But if you were, if I were to say like, I have a surprise visitor for you, it can be someone you know or you don't know and have never met. Three people that you would be so excited if I was like, and it's and surprise, it's, it's okay. coming through that door. Someone I know or don't know. Or don't know. I don't really like meeting new people. <laughs> and I don't really care about celebrities. <laughs> yeah. So these are the so these would be people I one is my friend Katie Gibbs. Wonderful. I would be so excited to see her. Great. Um, one of them is my mom. Great. And the other one is uh Larry Wilmore. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Will I be able to read my writing and remind myself that it was Larry Wilmore? I don't know. Okay, great. Uh, Next category, three foods that in this reality are either ecologically responsible or you're allergic to, or you're just like, oh, I can't eat one more cookie. I'm going to feel sick, but I wish I could eat one more cookie. We take, strip all of that away. Everything is the same in this alternate universe. And you can have as much as you want with no ramifications. Steak. Right. Really love steak. Del Taco. Okay. Used to make uh-huh. <laughs> a turkey taco. Okay. And it's the only thing I've ever liked more than Taco Bell yeah. tacos. Interesting. And they stopped making it. Mm. No one was ordering it but you probably. <laughs> I, I, I would order so. it. They I were order so it. good. Yeah. So that. And okay. I don't, I can't have it because it's gone. No, and that's boy. really sad for me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then I really like this thing and I don't get enough of it. S'mores. Great. I really don't limit myself on food, which is a a real big problem. So I have physical dietary restrictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no mental restrictions. Uh (laughs) Those those two aren't having (laughs) the conversation. They're not connected. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's just my roommate who suffers, really. I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) I very much feel you. Uh, Okay, final category. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's do do real-life skills that you will assume it's either something you've never learned to do and you wake up and you know how to do it perfectly or something that you do know how to do, but like you become expert overnight. Yeah. Okay. Three skills. Um, art or, you know, non-art skills. I want to be able to speak Chinese. Great. I took Chinese twice. Once in sixth grade and once in my freshman year of college. And I stop doing it both times but it's so cool yeah it's such a cool language i would love to i mean that it, that is a language that my the barrier the biggest barrier to get over would be my own feeling of uselessness like i'll mm-hmm. never learn this every day i would go to class and be like i don't know why i'm doing this i'm never gonna learn this i'm i can't do this yeah it's really hard yeah i don't know my friend who i started i'm like we became close because we took 101 uh, Chinese in college together our freshman year she just kept doing it mm-hmm. and now she speaks Chinese 
And she's like yeah. been to China a bunch. Oh my. And, but she's like really dedicated to it. You know, like she yeah. went to, became an acupuncturist and now okay. has like a, a traditional Chinese medicine yeah. practice. That's really cool. So she really, you know, changed yeah. her My culture. <laughs> she switched culture. She's transcultural. So that's just a different, that's, that's a, a whole, whole different, different thing. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah my friend's really niece and it. nephew went to bilingual Chinese Ugh. English from when they were babies. Yes. So they're just like cool. casually fluent in Chinese. It's so impressive. Where are they? Are they in the Maryland area? DC? No, San Francisco. Oh, because yeah. in DC, there's like a lot of bilingual schools, um, like Spanish and, 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 and French and stuff. And then you just like grow up learning two at the same time. You're just, it's just, it's just in better. there. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I didn't, I almost learned Spanish and then I didn't. <laughs> I felt like I was so close. Yeah. And I just like was You could pick that gone. back up again. You could pick that back up again. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I say as a person who also had six years of Spanish. And yeah. I'm like, I would, I should pick Studied that up abroad. Again. I should pick I, there again. was a point where I was very, very, very close. Yeah. And then I just, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <sighs> well, I could add speak Spanish, but you might want no, to do a different thing. You don't want a language thing. You yeah, want to do no. something different. I would like to skill, skill, skill fly a plane maybe i'm really scared of heights but i think it would be cool to fly a plane agreed and i would like to learn how to code if i just woke up and knew how to code yeah no learning necessary you're like oh dude easy yeah just like type hack yeah just like boop boop i said boop 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 so clearly that's (laughs) what i know about coding you're just like boop 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 as you know coding zero 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 one 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 zero and you're just like yeah this turns into something yeah here's what i'm seeing as i'm doing this (laughs) yeah matrix style yeah um okay i'm gonna do my little you know bebop my boop boop my own boop 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 yeah to figure out what you get yeah so just tell me when to stop okay stop okay that was weird because i was just making shapes that i didn't know what it was going to turn out to be and then it ended up spelling the word in like i'm going to stay at this little country in um okay i'm going to pause this and uh to the listener i want to reassure you it will seem as if no time has passed and come back with your 100 guaranteed mash future (laughs) something's happening where i am i i I don't know why but everyone keeps getting shack oh i'm in like in a, i'm in a i'm in this i'm in this rut where i feel like it's my fault somehow that <laughs> i keep having to talk about the shack so i don't the know what's shack happening where people there. are living um but you have a wonderful charming rustic shack in new mexico oh cute that's i think where you that's, want there yeah to be a shack. yeah i think that's appropriate i yeah. think that's fine you could have made it work anywhere it but miami a, would have been like probably least fun to have a, a shack it but could a be on a big mexico. piece of property absolutely absolutely uh so but i wanted to rip that band-aid off okay. for myself as well as for you because i was like another shack god okay um i want to congratulate you on also by the way i know how you get to and from this shack on this giant swath of land because you fly your own plane oh wow you're probably yeah, and That's your right. plane is probably because your plane is so nice it's kind of like now you have a third home yeah uh, <laughs> You're like, I just stayed in the plane last night. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. I'm very impressed. Uh, I want to uh, congratulate you as well for the fabulous job you did on the Ab Fab Redux. Thank God. Giving those brilliant ladies the movie they deserve. Uh, yes. You're the toast of the town. Yes. Uh, Bringing I w- that show to, to, to the forefront where it belongs. Exactly. <laughs> um, bravo. 
you are also a very accomplished uh, performance artist. People are still talking about uh, some of your living museum uh, exhibits. That's the best kind of performance that you art. did. Yeah. You it's don't great. really want to be out there in the streets. Yeah. You got to be in a venue. You're in a contained environment yeah. that, yeah, yeah, there's some rules. You're respected if you're in you're a You're respected. Okay. It's acknowledged what you're actually doing is, yeah. You got your, like, you got a PhD. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a doctorate People have to think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who's going to give you a lot of shit about being a performance artist is the characters in Seinfeld, where you can go in oh. anytime. You better get ready to be teased mercilessly, but I know you're going to be able to give it as good as you get (laughs) because you love those shows. So uh, you're going to do that. I don't know if uh, perhaps you're going to take your delightful friend, Katie Gibbs, who I wish were coming (gasps) through that door right now. Oh, my God. But but certainly she is a a part of your life in this MASH world, and uh, that life is also shared with none other than Mr. Humphrey Bogart. (gasps) In the big sleep. Ugh. I need to watch the big sleep again. He is just so what a dream dreamy. Boat. Yeah. He really is. Soulful. <sighs> um, is he short? They call him short in that, in yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ellington. Which is like, what I just sat in my own oh, tea. No. I was like, I'm, what if you're like, oh my God. It's oh a lot. God. It's a lot. Oh my God. Um, it's like almost all water. Because I just had a little bit of green tea okay. left in this bottle, and I was like, mm, I should be hydrating. And so wow. I, this is like almost entirely water. But you really But sat it was in it. very cold. Are you okay? And I tipped it over onto my butt <laughs> in the sofa. Um, oh. I am okay. I feel okay. like this happens often enough that's kind There's of There's a towel right here ready to go. Look at me. Wow. Um, we're at the end of the podcast, so I don't, I don't have to sit in cold, the cold for too very much longer. Um, where can people find you? What would you like them to know, if anything? Um, my handle on Instagram is Ellington Wells. I'm going through a breakup right now, so there's really, really good memes about it. One <laughs> that I'm posting. One I'm posting really juicy get content. into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about your tarantula's death curl. No. That's um, for the best. And I'm on Twitter at draw different, but I really rarely go on there. Yeah. Um yeah, cool. and I wrote on the second season of Adult Swim's Laser Wolf. So when that comes out, please check it out. It's really fun. Uh, Vince Staples plays the lead Laser Wolf. Um, Yeah, so that's That's really fun. And if you're following uh, Ellington on Instagram, you're going to know about it right when the time is right. Yeah, and I um, just finished a short film that I co-wrote with Brody Reed and was directed by Simone Baptiste. And it just won an award at the Pan-African American Film Festival. That's fantastic. And yeah. And so we're really excited about it. And soon it'll be online. So look out for that. Wonderful. Listen, you're going to be able to keep up with all of this if you're following Ellington. So do that. Um, Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You almost made me forget that I sat in tea, (laughs) uh, cold tea. Um, And guys, I will talk to you next time on this podcast. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.